Hi, this is Michelle with Two Fruit Bearers, and I have my husband, Mike Olson, with us. And um, he has a great testimony. He's sitting here smiling at me. But he has such a wonderful testimony, and yes. he needs to share it with everyone. So, I mean, we all need to share our testimonies. But you really got to hear Mike's because it's pretty powerful. And before he was a Christian or lived very seriously for the Lord, he just lived like everybody else out in the world and didn't believe in what he believes in today and uh you know just just lived life so something major happened that led him to where he is and it's it's amazing so so mike how old are you first of all well first of all i'd like to say hello hello out there whoever's listening this is mike olson i'm michelle's husband of uh, a year and a half uh, that, my, by the way, this is a great studio you have here. This is beautiful. The state-of-the-art equipment here. Okay. I thank love it. You. So thank uh, you. it feels good to be here in Texas and giving an out, giving my uh, testimony. So, uh, okay. how old am I? I'm I'm 55. Okay. Uh, I'll be 56 here in August. All right. So, before we get into what your testimony was, how about you tell us a little bit about your belief system before? now went in your life before, before. I, before I got baptized mm-hmm. <clears throat> well I'm not gonna say I didn't know who Jesus was I, I knew Jesus I knew uh, I knew you know the basics um, I was raised Catholic and um, I didn't uh, go to church I went to church maybe on Easter's obviously maybe uh, Christmas Eve Probably about three times a year. Okay. All uh, right. Never touched the Bible. Uh, had a Bible, but it had lots of dust all over it. Yeah. Never opened it up. Uh, so I had a general understanding. Probably pretty much how everybody has got a general understanding of yeah. of, of God. Yeah. Okay. So in your testimony, before you became a believer, a real believer that lives for the Lord all the time. What happened in your life? What, what, what was the injury in your life? This serious thing that happened before okay. you even got to this point. Well, before my my life began, I was I would say define myself as a good father. I was a hard worker. I think I was a good person, basically. I, 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 you know, I'm not saying I was with, with, without sin. Obviously, I sinned quite a bit. Uh, but I was living in the world. I was listening to the music, listening to the, uh, watching television, watching horror movies, uh, listening, uh, watching sports, and idolizing quarterbacks. And uh, I was pretty much just blind to the world and living in it. Uh, and not really thinking about anything else but myself. Obviously, I was thinking of my kids, but <clears throat> uh, life was pretty um, un. It was, it was pretty stagnant. There was nothing really. There was no ups. There was no downs. Uh, I didn't know what a high was. I didn't know what a low was. So I was just living, right? Uh, kind of like a you know just blindly going through life. Uh, but what happened? So what happened? Okay, so the defining moment. Mm-hmm. Well, this is this is how I describe my testimony. Uh, it's 2022 right now. So uh, February 1st of 2020, which was a little over two years ago, uh, something happened to me. And I'm not really sure what it was. It was a physical 
uh, something physical happened and it was on my back and at the time I didn't know what it was but uh, later on <clears throat> uh, later on it would it would uh, I would know that it was a uh, it was a spider bite it was a brown recluse uh, spider bite and it was on my back and it was uh, it happened February 1st I, I remember it it was a strange little sore on my back and each day I would look in the mirror and it, it steadily got worse and uh, it, it actually got to the point where it was grotesque it was uh, it was uh, literally the, the the poison was eating me up from the inside and and uh, my back started uh, appearing uh, there was like a, a hole so so at this point you had never really gone to the hospital I think maybe a clinic once and um, yes, you didn't I, I didn't have insurance at the time so I was hesitant on on going to the doctor I think I went to a CVS minute clinic uh, one time it got to the point where I didn't tell my kids what was happening I kept it a secret I was I, I you know I thought you know it would go away so uh, it didn't go away it got worse and worse and worse and worse I went to a, uh, the CVS minute clinic and the lady there uh, said that I needed to go to the hospital immediately that there was nothing that they could do there no medicine nothing uh, and she wouldn't even touch it because she didn't want to be held liable in some kind of a, like a lawsuit so so it, <clears throat> at some point in your mind it crossed your mind that you were gonna die yes it was uh, February 29th which 2020 that was a leap year so I'll never forget February 29th which was leap day uh, it got so bad that I literally I, I didn't think it got worse and worse and worse and I knew it wasn't going to get better and I, I thought eventually if I don't do something I'm gonna die and uh, I, it was it was so grotesque I, I had to wear towels on my back because of uh, it was just blood and pus and my shirts was ruined and I would take like six showers a day and so it was February 29th I remember that day because I that's when I got down on my knees and I prayed I prayed to God that uh, I, I said God I, I'm I'm helpless and I'm scared and I didn't know what to do and I, I prayed to him I said God if you if you get me through this I will do anything uh, that you ask and so uh, later that evening I, I showed my son who was living with me at the time it was just me and him and I showed my son and he saw my back and he said, Dad, we got to go to the hospital right now. It's horrible. So uh, that's when we went to the hospital and <clears throat> I started treatment. So you immediately started treatment. Did you get admitted to the hospital? Uh, no, I couldn't afford it. Uh, and they knew it. I didn't have insurance. So they devised a plan of me coming back to the hospital in the morning, once in the morning and once in the early evening. And I was put on a... Uh, I had a portal in my uh, arm and each morning and each evening I would sit there in the chair and receive the medicine and it took about an hour and then I would go on home and, and come back later on that evening. So uh, that, that treatment lasted about two months and they actually said that I was lucky to, uh, there was a lot of complications. I had MRSA, I d developed MRSA. and. Uh, it was bad and they said that I got to the hospital 
uh, just in the nick of time because it could have gotten, uh, could have led to de death. So yes, um, literally my back was eroding. It was uh, the skin was dying. So it was pretty horrific. And yeah. then the scar, even today, is your testimony. Yeah, the scar is my uh, testimony. So. During your hospital visits, driving back and forth, something happened. Tell us what happened. Well, every morning and every uh, early evening, I would drive to the hospital. I would drive myself. I was capable of driving. Uh, I noticed there was one part in the, uh, in the uh, destination where I, God would tell me. I know this is, sounds strange, but God told me to stop in this business, this little side business on the side of the road and go inside. And what was the name of this? What was this business? Well, it was a little, it was a, a you know, after so many times, you know, I, I didn't, at first I didn't listen to the voices. I know, but what was the name of the it business? Was a, it was a dog grooming. Um, and did you have pets? Small business. And each time I would drive by this pet grooming place and I would hear God say, go into this business. and. I literally spoke out loud inside the, my truck. I was like, no, I'm not going into this business. There's no reason. I don't have an animal. I don't have a pet. I don't have a dog. I'm, I'm not doing it. And uh, each day I, I would hear God's voice telling me to go into this dog grooming place. So finally it got to the point, I think it was about two, three weeks. I thought, you know what? I'm, I'm just gonna listen to God. And uh, so I pulled over the side of the road and. And I thought to myself, as I parked the truck, I thought, I don't know, I've got to, I've got to think of something. I, I don't have a dog or anything, so I got to think of something of what to say when I go into this place. Uh, so I came up with an idea. I thought, well, my daughter has a uh, dog, and I thought, well, I'm going to ask them if they come out to the house if they do mobile grooming. So, so you were thinking all this before you went in on what you wanted yeah, to say. Yeah, I, I tend to think ahead, and, and you know, I didn't want to appear foolish walking into this dog grooming place. So. I walked in and it was just a small little family-owned business. There was only two ladies there working. And I walked in and the little bell rang on the doorway and one of them kind of looked up and said, hi, can we help you? And I said, well, I said, uh, I was wondering if uh, you guys come out to the house, if you could uh, groom animals out the house. And uh, the woman said, no, I'm sorry. You gotta bring your animal into our business. And I said, okay. And uh, uh, I recognized her voice. She had a really distinctive voice, and and uh, when I listened to it, uh, I looked at her and I said, "Is your name Donna?" And she said, "Yes." And I said, "I said Donna, I am Mo," and and that that was my nickname, Mike Olson, M O. I said, "Donna," I said, "I'm Mo." I I said, "I think you and I worked together like literally 25 to 30 years ago in a warehouse." Well, when I told her that, she she flipped out. She was like, oh my goodness. Like, you know, it's like two friends that haven't seen each other for a long time. And we just, you know, I told her what I was up to in life. And she, she was, you know, she was busy working. So she didn't have a whole lot of time. We, we spent about two minutes chit-chatting. And, and finally I said, well, I said, okay, well, it's good to see you. And she said, it was good seeing you. And uh, so I walked out of the place, walked, shut the door and started walking out to my truck. And I got my truck. I looked up and she was running outside the building and uh, I rolled down the window and I, I wanted to hear what she had to say and she said hey I just thought of something I said she said uh, do you go to church and I said well you know no not really she said well I'd like you to go to church with me 
And naturally, I, you know, I, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, that sounds great. So she said, let me get your phone number. And, and uh, so I gave it to her, and we exchanged phone numbers, and that was it. And uh, so every Saturday from that day forward, she would, Saturday night, she would usually text me and say, hey, I want to uh, invite you to church. Why don't you come with me? I'll even pick you up. And I always came up with an excuse. I said, no, I can't. I got something going on with the kids or something. Finally, about after, literally, she was, uh, she was relentless. Uh, she didn't give up. Finally, about after about five or six Saturdays, she said, listen, she goes, you're going to church with me. I'll pick you up Sunday morning at, at nine. And I was like, oh, okay. So uh, the following Sunday, she picked me up and I went to church. So when you went to church. Her church. What, what denomination was it? I didn't know. Okay. I didn't know what it was. You know, I, I, I was Catholic, so anything, a church was a church to me. I didn't know, you know, it was a church. You, okay, and so when you walked in and you went to church, what was that experience like for you? Well, it was, uh, it was literally unlike any time I've ever went to church before. Uh, uh, I was a little nervous. Actually, I was a whole lot of nervous. But I, I told myself, I asked myself, would God... Well, God put fear in my heart at a church, and I thought, no. So I was kind of reading my emotions uh, on a human level and not, and not on God's level. So I, I started to become more involved in the church. Uh, what was your experience like the first time you went, though? What, did you, what was different to you well, that stood out? Looking back, it, 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 was a, uh, it was a Pentecostal church. And... They were speaking in tongues, and that's what scared me initially. I, 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 I'd never, I've never uh, heard anything like that or, or felt anything, and and uh, so obviously I was in a little bit of a fear mode. But uh, I know I, I always felt comfortable. I, I felt uh, literally I felt the presence of the Lord in this church, unlike any time in a Catholic church. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, you're told to, to be quiet and sit down and kneel and stand and kneel and, uh, you know, most of the Mass is in Latin and uh, it just felt like, uh, you know, uh, in a Catholic church I felt separated from God, whereas yeah. in, in going into this church with, with a friend, I literally felt the presence of the Lord and I felt like I was at home. So, okay. Uh Fast forward a little bit, when you kept going back to this church, when did you receive, what did you do first? Did you did you accept this belief system? Did you get the Holy Ghost first? Did you get baptized first? What happened? What what led you to where you are now? Uh, well, it happened really quick. I felt, I felt a hunger. Uh, I wanted to go back to church. It was a... Uh, you know, there was Wednesday night Bible study, Sunday morning Sunday morning service, Sunday morning or Sunday evening service. Uh, the Sunday evening service was the one that that really got me. That's it seems like in all Pentecostal churches, Sunday night is is really when when the Lord makes Himself present. I mean, it just uh, it's just like a Holy Ghost revival, and and that's the one that got me, and that's the one where I. I uh, 
I said, okay, I'm ready. I, I, I want to, I want to get baptized. This is, this is for me. And, uh, so you weren't just baptized. You were baptized in Jesus name. I was baptized in Jesus name, receiving the Holy ghost. Yeah. And I received it on that day. You that received evening, the Holy ghost too as well. That evening. Yes. Wow. Wow. Uh, it didn't take too long. Uh, after that, I was, I was addicted to church. I, 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 you know, I was told that the King James Version Bible was probably the best. That was the authority of God. And, and, uh, you know, never once did I ever even attempt, you know, I've had life application study Bibles and I've never attempted a King James Version. And, uh, it was like a whole new world opening up. It was a f complete full understanding of the word. Yeah. Um, and I was hungry. So, so now, now we've we've been through your testimony. It's it's a miracle. I mean, what you what you've said. I mean, if you go back to the very beginning when you got on your knees and you told Lord, I will do whatever. Right. And He literally literally spoke to you right. in your truck. Yes. And, and He brought you here multiple times. Yes. yes. So so these are miracles, and this is a wonderful, beautiful testimony of what God can do. Yes. So now, fast forward to now. To You're now. living your life. It, your life is better than it's ever been. Uh, Do you yeah. think? Oh, without a doubt. Uh, it, it's in the in the Bible in Corinthians. It, it talks. Uh, you're a new creature. I am a new creature. I am. I am. My entire life. It's like a snowball or a snow globe where you shake it and everything's just all over the place. The snow and uh, that's my life. That or that's that happened in my life. Everything that I've known is totally turned upside down. I I don't enjoy sports. I don't. I don't enjoy Hollywood films and the the music. I, now, to say it's not to say that you can't enjoy certain things. You there, there's just the, a priority. The desire, right? The desire is for the Lord. And the it's desire, not, everything is is with right. Jesus in mind. You right. wake up in the morning and Jesus is on your thoughts and you pray and your heart and and you go to sleep at night and the last thing you think about on in bed is Jesus right. and. And throughout the entire day, uh, you want to live a Christ-like life, and you know that uh, it's it's killing the flesh each day. And and uh, so, tell me this real quick. Um, right now, you're living for the Lord. This is your life. Not to say that troubles don't happen because they do in life. Right. When you live for the Lord, sometimes even more so. Right. But um, that was your testimony and yes. you know fast forward today here you are here i am so i'm married i have god's god's introduced me to the most incredible woman that i've ever met in my life mm, forgive us that's his phone going off but yeah, it's uh, okay and uh i don't know how it ha well i know how it happened uh it's just you can't you can't really explain how god works it's just it's so amazing it's breathtaking. It's it takes your breath away. It's you. You almost just have to go along with the ride. You can't explain it or analyze it. You just accept it and say thank you, Lord. Uh, so yes, he's uh, he's taking care of me uh, because I think that I serve him well and and try to serve him well. Yes. Okay. So now, and I agree with you completely. Can you pray us out? Yes, ma'am. All right. Just. Uh, 
Well, Lord, I, I thank you for my testimony. I, I thank you for all the miracles that you've you've given me. I, I have many more in, in, inside, and I, I love to share them later on. I know this is the initial one that that got me into into your your house, Lord, and your your word, Lord. And I'm so thankful thankful for the church, the church body, the the, the pastor that that we're under, our shepherd, and and the and the flock, the brothers and the sisters. I'm so thankful for each one of them, and. And you, I'm just thankful for my life, Lord, and I just want to stay in your will, your perfect will, and uh, use me, serve me, or uh, let me serve you, and, and use me in any which way you can, Lord. I am uh, your vessel, and and I praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. In, in Jesus, Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, that was Mike Olson's testimony today. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. It was powerful You're and just welcome. wonderful. And um, this is Michelle with Two Fruit Bearers signing out. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm.